0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV Ladies and gentlemen, it is me, Dustin Gold, right here on the Dustin Gold Standard. And you're listening to Payne.TV slash gold, folks. Now you know why I was so giddy at the beginning of this show. We are just dissecting and analyzing these technocrats and lifting the veil for you. So you have the information you need to wake up some of your friends and family and to warn your children and grandchildren and to warn your parents and grandparents not to put the VR and AR goggles over their head. We are giving you the intelligence you need so you know where these guys are going. You know who you could trust. You could use this information to make investments in this stuff. If you think it's inevitable and you want to just make some money off this, use this intelligence to make investments. If you want to figure out whether it's worth your time to get a piece of farmland and build it up, which we're going to get into that in future episodes. I really can't wait for that to happen, but I've got to get, um, I got to build a little bit bigger of an audience before I can go out on the road and do that stuff. So that is going to happen. Uh, but you know, use this information as you, as you wish. I'm just trying to show you what's out there, what's real and what these guys are up to folks, what these people are doing and that they're all forked tongue liars. And so with Thiel, we just went into singularity and and sort of transhumanism, the quest, the thirst for immortality through the anti-aging stuff he was investing in. I told you about Ambrosia. His company focused on putting young blood into older people. And so let's bring this back. Let's bring this back to where we started 20 episodes ago with Ray Kurzweil. Because I'm going to show you, this is a video. Let's see here on my notes. This is from 2011. And so, Theo was investing in already, giving donations to the Singularity Summit and this anti-aging technology back in 2006 to 2008. And at that time, Ray Kurzweil who became the chief engineer at Google, was out there pushing the concepts of singularity and transhumanism and nanobots and such. And so I found the trailer to this movie, I don't know if you've seen it before, called uh, Transcendent Man, about Ray Kurzweil. And I'm going to figure out with Commander Payne over there, Mike Moore at the Thomas Payne Podcast, how we can do a live stream at uh, pain.tv gold where we can watch transcendent man together and then it's a full-blown movie we can watch transcendent man together and then have a sort of a live zoom conference and talk about this over there i'm working on it it won't be for a little bit because it's going to cost a little bit of money to put together but i'm going to figure out how to do it because I want to watch it live with all of you guys and then chat about it with you because I think we're going to learn quite a bit so let's roll the trailer to Transcendent Man because this is obviously the guy who was inspiring Peter Thiel or maybe it was Peter Thiel inspiring Ray Kurzweil no Kurzweil was around a lot longer so let's watch this trailer I think it is worth uh, a couple minutes of your time trust me it is
1: The reason I'm calling today is to express my
2: disappointment that you have invited this highly sophisticated crackpot and given him a national forum to express his pseudo-religious predictions that have no basis in objective reality.
0: If you go back 500 years, not much happened in a century. Now a lot happens in six months. Technology feeds on itself and it gets faster and faster going to continue in about 40 years it's going to be moving so fast the pace of change is going to be so astonishingly quick that you won't be able to follow it unless you enhance your own intelligence by merging with the intelligent technology we're creating okay again you're picking this up right so that's ray kurzweil talking this is a trailer for the movie transcendent man and he's, uh, boom, right there in the trailer talking about merging man with uh, artificial intelligence and robots. This guy is freaky. He says computers will have consciousness in just 25 years. As we get to the 2030s, you're not going to be able to tell a clear difference between human and machine intelligence.
2: When Ray Kurzweil makes a prediction to folks listen.
1: He predicted the collapse of the Soviet Union, described the rise of the Internet, and foretold the year a computer would beat a chess champion. He's an award-winning scientist and engineer, a millionaire several times over because of his inventions. Ooh, is
2: wild. These inventions may end up causing the worst war
0: that humanity's ever had. Corporations and governments and societies will be created and destroyed on the back of the technology that this book describes. In Exactly. And then what what are they talking about there? Just like Peter Thiel said, there will either be a boom in investments or the world will blow up and there will be no investments to be made. Right? Isn't that what he said? I hope you're getting this. I mean, this this is fascinating. This this is fascinating because this is the man that they all call the prophet. Remember the first few episodes of the show I was harping on that? He's not a prophet. He's an engineer, he's a scientist, he's working on developing the very technologies that he predicts will come out in the future. Therefore, he's not a futurist, he's just the architect. I was banging my head against a wall telling you guys that in the first few episodes. And now, as we've gone through a number of characters, we're kind of coming full circle back to Ray-, Ray Kurzweil. All of my research always brings me back to Ray Kurzweil being the man who has who has inspired the rest of these these Frankenstein scientist madmen. Inventor Ray Kurzweil thinks that one day humans may be able to live forever. I want to live as long as I can. I don't want to die. If following Ray's regimen would put that day off, i would very willing to do that. That is William Shatner speaking. I knew there was a reason I was keeping all this stuff, and he kept all this stuff. Uh, I do plan to bring back my father. He said he plans to bring back his father. That's something new. I did not show that to you in any of the... Uh, Interviews and clips that we reviewed In the first few episodes Uh, It's going to scare a lot of people The world is changing far
2: too fast Nothing like this has ever happened To homo sapiens before
0: These ideas are
1: going to Ultimately
0: change the world We didn't stay on the ground We didn't stay on the planet And we didn't stay with the limitations of our biology I think Ray is Performing the service of a prophet That's wrong he has used the, the gift that he was given for the betterment of humankind. That's what I know. That's Stevie Wonder speaking. It will be the universe waking up. And so at the time, back in 2011, they actually simulcast this, um, this uh, movie, into movie theaters and there was like a one night special like transcendent man live and so we are going to figure out how to watch that together at pain.tv slash gold or somewhere else i'll figure it out i'm working on it and making an event uh it's just i'm gonna have to spend money on some uh, software and a streaming service to be able to do it but i will figure that out for you And I wanted to bring Ray back up, as I said, because you now have Theo talking about singularity and talking about this sort of this thirst for immortality with the investments he's made. And so it plays right back into Kurzweil. But I wanted to show you, I always like to connect the dots and show you how all of these people connect. Well, who did we who did we talk about? when we worked on AI Foundation and Lars Butler, we got into one of their Global AI Council members, someone who actually lent their being to Lars Butler to develop a mind twin to use at these conferences to pitch the mind twinning technology, but also went on to build and develop this app, the Deep Chopra, the Deep Fake Chopra that we saw him unveil on Jimmy Fallon. And so Deepak Chopra comes up in Transcended Man, and he's actually part of that documentary. So let me just play you this clip of Deepak Chopra, and now you're going to see how Deepak Chopra fits into this mix.
2: As you listen to Ray, it becomes obvious that this force of technology, the evolution of technology, is
0: unstoppable. As you listen to Ray, he's talking about Ray Kurzweil, it becomes apparent that the force of technology is inevitable,
2: right? So if you don't like it, then natural selection will weed you
0: out. If you don't like it, then natural selection will weed you out. This is Deepak Chopra telling you that basically artificial intelligence, technology, the technocracy is growing at an exponential rate. And if you don't like it, then it will weed you out and then some 7 years later he is uploading his consciousness to AI Foundation's mind twin platform. Let me continue with this folks, but you see how it all comes together. These guys are all on the same team, folks. This transhumanism runs far and it runs wide. As I was doing research on Spotify, I happened to bump into Sirius XM. You know, not uh, kind of a competitor, a little different. The head of Sirius XM is a devout transhumanist. All right? Listen
2: to this. Because this force is an evolutionary force. So I see in the next few.
0: Evolutionary force, like Dennis Bushnell, the chief scientist of NASA, saying that we have reached the human evolution of humans. Yuval Noah Harari, who says we can hack humans, right? humans are going to take charge of their own evolution through genetic modification and through the merger of man and machine
2: there's not even 30 years but next few years nanorobots cleaning your arteries repairing damaged genes squirting dopamine into your brain because you're depressed or making you fall in love with a little oxytocin i see desktop computers printing out steaks without killing an animal
0: Folks, and all of this is in the 2016 book, The Force Industrial Revolution, by Klaus Schwab. The 3D printing of food, uh, nanobots in your bodies, it's all in that book. See, Klaus Schwab, Deepak Chopra, the rest of them. Now, there's people that will tell you, and people that believe uh, that the World Economic Forum, Yuval Noah Harari, are just there to play boogeyman, while the government is just... um, doing less evil things, but they want you to look at the boogeyman. I'm telling you though, it does connect. The World Economic Forum does have influence because if they did not have influence, all the world leaders, all the CEOs, all the technocrats would not be going there.
2: Just through stem cell information. I see all of that, but I also worry a little bit. You know, we've reached the information age, we've reached the age of knowledge, but we have not reached the age of wisdom yet and if we do not take survival of the fittest to the next stage, which is survival of the wisest, we risk some very diabolical uses of this technology.
0: Did you hear what he said there? He was talking about survival of the fittest, which he now says is survival of the wisest. And if the wisest don't use the technology to their advantage, there may be people that use it against them. That's the constant theme of the World Economic Forum and all know Harari and Klaus Schwab. That's what they're afraid of are the useless humans, us Revolting against them and revolting against their system. So you can see this has been going on as I've showed you the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And these guys are all connected now. You can see it. When I come back from the break, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to let you go into the weekend and we're going to start off strong on Monday. But don't go because when I come back, I've got another clip of Deepak Chopra. And I want to show you something very important that all these guys are connected into, something I've never showed you before, and maybe all this will start to make sense to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and I'll be right back on Payne.TV. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Join the discussion at Payne.TV slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. We're connecting the dots over here, folks. We're putting the pieces of the puzzle together. We're dissecting the technocracy and we're exposing the transhumanists although they're right out in the open folks they don't hide from us they actually talk about it right out in the open that's the thing we just haven't been looking we haven't been looking so this is a video i found of deepak chopra doing an interview with another indian gentleman for those of you who have not figured out that uh, deepak chopra is indian But uh, this is a very interesting interview. It's long. It's like 40 minutes. We're not going to get into all of it, obviously. Um, What I decided I'm going to do is we're going to pick up Monday because it's very important. But we're going to pick up Monday with... The Lars Butler piece, and let me just put that back up on the screen for you watching the video. This is the Lars Butler piece, the 42 reasons why killer robots are unstoppable and how we must lead in artificial intelligence autonomous weapons. And I wanted to get that in today, but I'm running short on time. And I have a prior commitment, but I wanted to get that in today because I was going to bookend this with all of these, you know, technocrats and transhumanists and all these really nice guys that are just looking out for us. They're building the frictionless shopping. They've got these nice smart thermometers in our house. They're doing robot uh, lawyers for us to help us fight the bureaucracy. Peter Thiel is saying, ah, eh, transhumanism's in the past, singularities in the past. We have to worry about artificial intelligence-driven uh, prison planet facial recognition while he's building it. And so Chopra's out there uh, spouting his nonsense and Ray Kurzweil. And so I just come around and go, yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, all these guys, including who Peter Thiel backs, Lars Butler, is sitting there lobbying for us to build... AI Autonomous Killer Robots Uh, so we're going to pick that up on Monday because it's just glaring it's amazing that these people can sit there and tell you that they're all about helping and saving humanity while at the same time they want to build the Weapons to destroy us and build the artificial intelligence and robots to replace us. But they love us, and they're going to let us upload our mind to them and our biometric data to them through their companies like Metaphysic and uh, and what was it, every Buddy? I mean, come on. Come on. So let's look at this quack, Deepak Chopra, who just told you, who straight up told you, one of the most damning quotes from a transhumanist up there with the stuff that you've all know Harari says. He just said that if you don't get on board with this artificial intelligence, if you don't adopt it, meaning if you don't merge with it, if you don't put the Neuralink brain chip in your head and upload your brain to uh, Lars Butler, then you are going to go extinct. But talking to the other technocrats, telling them, That we have moved beyond survival of the fittest into survival of the wisest and that we need to utilize this technology before it gets into the wrong hands let's take a look at deepak chopra here in this conversation and i'll probably skip around the conditioning is very deep
1: it is a result of economics you know you're born into a certain economic situation race history nationality religion and everything that has been recycled since humans started to speak in stories. So about 50,000 years ago, there was something called the Cognitive Revolution. Mm -hmm. Up until then, there were approximately, or not approximately, we are told there were eight different species of humans. Uh So we are Homo sapiens which means the wise ones which we were humble enough to call, call ourselves, ourselves. Eh? of course <laughs> but then we gave names to the other species and at that time we are also told that the leader of the pack because humans moved like other uh, animals like mammals in sure. packs the leader of the pack could not get more than 100 people to follow him and it was a him because it was a hunter gatherer environment Till one species, us, started to develop a language for stories. Before that the language was very simple, mating calls, uh, danger calls, basically food calls, survival. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And so the point of this is what he gets into here is he talks about how we developed uh, the ability to speak and then the ability to create stories and humans are based on stories. And so our entire history is just completely made up. Now, it may be or it may not be. But Deepak, what he does to his audience, people who listen to him, the idea is he needs to break down this human conditioning, as he calls it, this social conditioning. And so he tries to boil us down, as you saw in the Jimmy Fallon piece, to basically nothingness. And when he boils us down to nothingness, then we can be reshaped and pushed in whatever direction we have. Look at what's happening with uh, not the transhuman, but the transgender. Uh, When you tell people they have no gender, they can change genders, they can morph into anything they want. We'll give them plastic surgery, give them hormones, cut off their genitals, and basically morph them into anything they want. That's all part of this transhumanist mindset. They have to completely devolve at least one generation down to nothingness so that you're willing to accept the merger of man and machine because they're going to tell you that that is the only way forward, that humans are so worthless. AI is so powerful, but we can merge with it and become like a greater being. And one of the running themes with these guys is we are all gods. We are all gods. And I'll get into that deeper, uh, on pain.tv. It's not stuff I can talk about on the open, uh, platforms. I just can't do it. Trust me. That's not just a marketing tool. I cannot do it. Uh, or I will get thrown off. So, um, So, anyway, let's watch a little bit more of this.
1: In traditions, all knowledge is ignorance. Because in order, you know, the word ignorance is very interesting. Tell me. The more you know about a subject, the more you have to ignore everything else. So, in Sanskrit, it's called avidya, absence of knowledge. knowledge. Knowledge is ignorance. Partial knowledge is ignorance. So, unless you go to, to not just what you know, but how do you know what yeah. you know? What is the source of it? You have to transcend <clears throat> every concept, every idea. You have to question your habitual certainties.
0: Mm-hmm. See, see, here we go. This is what I'm talking about. He's pushing this sort of new age, enlightenment stuff. You have to question everything. Now, again, you may agree or not agree with this type of thinking, but what happens is he has to make you, the transhumans have to make you, uh, I'm sorry, the transhumanists, the technologists, the technocrats, they have to make you question everything, including your very being, your very humanity, to the point where you render yourself useless you render yourself into nothingness as he refers to it then these guys can reshape you into whatever it is they want you to be because you know
1: everybody is talking about from a place of certainty mm-hmm. but the certainty only comes from the recycling of the rush to conform So the fact we all believe this is a green color or this is a gold color or that's a black color or this is a pink color. There is really no color. It is a human construct we created for ourselves. Color does not have a location in space or time and color is not a physical entity. Color is an experience and as an experience it is a modification of awareness. Awareness knows itself visually as color. So if I look at any object, Mm -hmm. before I can call it an object, it's an experience. Visually, it's a shape. Mm -hmm. It's a form. And the only difference between this and this and this is the color and the border. If there wasn't any color, it would all be homogenous. So the differentiation Mm -hmm. that we call objects in space-time is actually an interpretation of color and shape which do not have a location in the physical world. They're ideas and they're as such modifications of awareness. Awareness knows itself as color visually. Awareness knows itself as sensation, as a tactile experience. Awareness knows itself as taste, smell, Awareness knows itself as everything that we perceive, Mm but perception itself is a snapshot in consciousness which creates the subject-object split. So now suddenly there's an artificial split, me, you, book, table, when in fact it's all one one thing and it's not a thing. The essential stuff of the universe is non-stuff. And not only is it non-stuff, it is thinking non-stuff, because it cannot help interpreting its experiences. But-
0: okay, okay, folks, that's enough. That's the part that I really wanted you to hear. And for the video audience, you probably see me over here laughing. For the audio, all the audience, I hope you didn't make uh, make you drive your car off the side of the road, because you're probably sitting there wondering what the hell this guy is talking about, which is what i said to myself the first time i watched this He's rambling on about... See, he talks about consciousness, right? Which all ties back to Ray Kurzweil and Mind Twins and everything else. And now you know why he's involved with Mind Twins, which is uploading your consciousness into the cloud because they believe we're nothingness and there's only like matter and colors don't exist and there's a plane in the sky and then energy and there's no chair and there's no book. It's just physical realms. It's like the movie The Matrix. They believe they're living in a matrix and you might say to yourself... Jesus. Like, remember, uh, Jimmy Fallon actually made a funny joke, uh, even though he's scripted and he's a state propagandist, but he said to him, oh, my God, what did did you steal... um What did you steal? The Grateful Dead's lyrics? And then Deepak said, no, no, they borrowed my lyrics. Well, it's funny because you're sitting there listening to him, watching him, if you're on the video audience of pain.tv slash gold, and you're saying to yourself, what is this guy on psychedelics? Well, folks, let me show you what else these people are into. This is the new era, folks. Here we go. This is Forbes magazine. February 2022. The title is Psychedelics, Deepak Chopra, BlackRock, and Tony Robbins, one of the hottest mental health stocks right now. And for those of you who don't know about this, all these guys were invested in the booming pot industry over the years. The Libertarian Party was instrumental in legalizing government weed. Now, look, I don't care if people smoke weed, but at the same time, I will tell you that whatever the government is cooking up probably is not good for you. I know a lot of people that go to the uh, government pickup sites and they get their government weed. And unfortunately, these people have lost their minds. But now all these same players, all these same guys are now behind psychedelics lsd and mushrooms and i thought we were told years ago to be afraid of it because charles manson and his crew were on psychedelics but ready for this folks ready for this because we can't leave this out first it was PayPal's Peter Thiel supporting a Thai Life Sciences. Peter Thiel behind psychedelics, folks. And then you move on here, and it says, only a few weeks ago, BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world with almost $9.5 trillion in assets under your management, disclosed a position worth close to a million dollars in the mental health-focused company, So, which is or Sibon. So you got BlackRock. They've all come up. Everyone knows about them now. Buying up all the single family homes. BlackRock behind psychedelics. Deepak Chopra behind psychedelics. And Peter Thiel behind psychedelics, folks. So... When you think about this, with BlackRock being in bed with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari, and you've got Peter Thiel putting his money behind this transhumanist stuff, behind facial recognition, behind the Mind Twins, behind Ambrosia, his uh, anti-aging company. When you've got Deepak Chopra out there plugging Ray Kurzweil, telling you that you're going to go extinct if you don't merge with AI, and then going on shows and rambling about the space-time continuance sounding like an Indian version of Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Folks, who the hell knows if these people are running around tripping on mushrooms and LSD while they're ranting and raving and they have the money from the government to build these crazy Frankenstein technologies, or they're going to get you hooked on psychedelics because the only way you're going to go on to a trip in their crazy metaverse is if you're tripping on their crazy psychedelic mushrooms. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and I will be back on. Monday I love you all check us out at pain.tv slash gold have a great weekend the matrix is a computer-generated dream world mm. built to keep us under control in order to change a human being you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv join the discussion